Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide, Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Now, I know it's not for everyone, but if you're in a position to help support the show, you can do so over on Patreon. Every dollar makes a difference. You can learn more about each support tier by going to www.patreon.com slash simplyolly. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my farewell letter to the people pleaser. <laughs> so every so often we get a month where there's five Wednesdays. <laughs> if you don't already know, I drop these episodes every Wednesday and I, I got a little structure. I aim for the four Wednesdays, um, but occasionally like this glorious December, uh, at the very end of 2021, we're getting a fifth Wednesday. So I like to treat these little fifth episodes as my chance to just talk about me. <laughs> That's so that's so egotistical. No, um, no, I like to just make it more of a personal episode where I'm just kind of sharing with you real life stuff, where I'm at, all all that f- fun jazz. So I don't know if you enjoy them, but I'm doing them and that's just how it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I wanted to title this episode Farewell to the People Pleaser because it's something that has become very apparent to me um, recently. Oh, oh, there's a whole, there's a whole topic. Um, And it's just, it's fascinating. So, you know, this is something that has really come to my attention as I've been writing my most recent book. Um, It's called Unboxed. It's, uh... It's like a bit of a, I don't, I don't know. I'm still working on the subtitle. Um, if you want, if you want behind the scenes bits actually of the, of the book, this is something I offer on Patreon. Um, so if you, you know, want to come and support, it supports the podcast, but it also supports my YouTube channel. It supports my um, writing career. So if you want to support everything that I'm putting out into the world, basically, um, if you come over there, I'll be sharing, you know, behind the scenes of the stuff I'm currently writing, which I don't tend to share anywhere. Um, but I am currently writing that book, and it's basically kind of a series of, of memoiric essays, if you will, um, that are really kind of evolving around identity and self-reclamation and all of that good stuff. So the, the chapters are, are formatted into um, different pieces of my own identity. And so I was writing the artist chapter and it just, you know, through one of the stories that I was sharing in there, I realized how much um, I, I found this undertone of feeling like I am wrong. And so I have spent, it, it became apparent how much of my life I've kind of spent trying to get things right and, you know, in quotes, right? And <laughs> then right. Uh, 
So, you know, I realized uh, it kind of started in realizing in college there was an experience where I definitely had this tone of of knowing what I wanted and then being told um, that's wrong. Don't do that. Do something different. And then when I started my business, you know, having an idea of how I wanted to explore that and then again being told by just people that, you know, you're looking up to, right? You're looking up to for example and for guidance and looking up to those people and them going, no, 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 that's wrong. Don't do that. You're wrong. Do it this way. And just having this and then even reflecting back to when I was having struggles with my mental health, you know, and anyone who has mental health struggles can relate to this where people are going, Oh, how you're thinking and what you're feeling. Oh, that's wrong. You should just feel happy. You should just think this. You should just do this. And it's this kind of, it can cultivate this undertone of you're wrong. And I realize how much I've been feeling that and how much that's just been residually sitting in me without me. It's been so unconscious that I just had no idea. So so as a result of that, right, if you feel like you're constantly wrong, then if you're trying to correct that wrongness, you're trying to please everyone around you so that you can finally get people going, ah, you're right. You're doing it right. You've done it right. You did it right. And you're constantly seeking that approval from the people that you feel have maybe told you that you're wrong or you're worried, maybe think that you're wrong, right? So, it's just become very clear in my awareness. <laughs> I never really saw myself as a people pleaser before. I'm going to be so honest. <laughs> um, but it's become very apparent how much I that really has been kind of part of my dynamic. And it's something that I'm, I'm really focused on working on and conditioning out of myself and... Um, and being able to to please myself in in the sense of being able to seek validation and confidence and encouragement and um, did I already say validation? Maybe recognition, you know, from myself. And it's not that I don't ever want it from other people, but I need to get it from myself first and foremost. I think that's going to be maybe one of the healthiest things I can do for myself at this point. And this year specifically, the year of 2021, um, has really kind of, I've noticed it's been uh, a year of a lot of kind of finding my own identity. And again, this is just like a real and personal episode, but there were so many things I I discovered about myself um, this year that have really helped me feel more whole and are helping to kind of shape my perspective on life. Um, I think, I mean, I really definitely came into my spirituality this year. Um, I think that that really came home for me. And I I think actually, yeah, it was this year that I, you know, really kind of publicly came out, came out of the broom closet. Um, But, you know, uh, like shared with other people, like, like, not just the people closest to me, um, but that, you know, I'm a witch. And that is my belief. And, Um, and then also, um, this is, it's still so weird to say because I don't think I've really expressed it entirely publicly. So this is why you're hearing my like hesitation. Um, but I'm here to be real and be honest and I am who I am and that's fine. But, um, 
you know, there were other aspects of myself that I found this year, um, like being bisexual, which is so funny because it's something I've always been, (laughs) um, just never really, um, acknowledged. It was something I shamed a lot. And, um, you know, so, so finally appreciating that, that part of myself, um, you know, so being bisexual, um, identifying as non-binary was another piece that, that really came into my identity this year. And then also, um, recognizing and acknowledging and, uh, um, What's the other word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, but realizing that I do sit, so I, so that I'm gray sexual. I sit on the asexual spectrum. Um, and so those are, you know, and I'm not going to like, I don't feel like I need to dive in to the specifics of all, all of that. Um, that's something where if we want to have a conversation around it, you can, you can come over on Patreon and if you get on the discord chat, you know, maybe that's something we can like talk about but um but yeah that's just those are really big pieces of my identity that I kind of realized this year and was able to kind of feel again that more sense of wholeness and just like who I am and to not worry about things being right and to be okay like I've always been okay with being different but it's it's interesting I think when you Oh, that's kind of what the whole preface of the book Unboxed is about. Um, but it's it's interesting when you find yourself welcoming parts of your identity that are marginalized, that are discriminated against, um, that aren't fully understood. And I think that's a really, really fascinating terrain to travel, especially when it comes to things that I don't necessarily have to publicly share. But for me, that is just, that's my personal expression of self. Um, it, I don't think it would feel right for me to like not say those things, um, only, only because that's just me. You know, there are plenty of people that can have their, their beliefs or identities or whatever. Um, and not have those outwardly expressed if they don't feel like it or if they don't feel safe, you know, that's all right. Um, but for me, I just, it, I don't know, it doesn't feel right for me to keep it, um, like a secret or to keep it to myself when I know there's probably other people that could relate, um, out there. And that's what I love to do is to relate to people and to help them feel seen and feel heard and, um, feel like they can be helped. So I I can't not, (laughs) you know, bring, bring those things to the forefront. And and I imagine next year they'll come out in more conversation and there might be more podcast episodes that are centered around certain topics. But again, it's still something I'm, you know, easing into. It's not always the most comfortable thing when you first are sharing a piece of yourself that people don't really know. Um, and that of course can be, uh, perceived and received. However, in whichever way, you know, I can't control how anybody sees that. Somebody listening to the show might go, oh, she's bisexual. I'm not listening to her show anymore. That's totally a possibility. But if that's that's their choice, <laughs> that's fine. Um, and I'm not here to people, please. <laughs> so, so, hey. Uh, but something I, so, okay. So something that I recently, so I don't know if you, if you guys, don't know this about me, but I have been like deep into like studying astrology. I just, I just love it. For me, it's been a really great tool. 
um, to be able to get to know myself um, because so many things are are resonant and like paralleled and it's just wild. And um, and it's really kind of helped me to to know myself better and to lean into um, aspects that are really... um, that can be really beneficial and then also see areas where maybe I need some work because I don't see it as a, as a fixed thing per se. I just see it as like maybe this is what is going um, a little bit easier. Maybe you feel just more empowered in these areas and then maybe there are other areas where there might be some tension or some growth that's being encouraged. And so, um, you know, I look at those things and I'm, and I'm just looking at where can I grow and, um, you know, where can I help myself and what might be challenging for me in life? Yada, yada. Anyway, so most recently I was um, studying uh, how to kind of read into reincarnation through your natal chart, which is your astrological chart. And, you know, if you believe in it, cool. If not, cool. <laughs> it's whatever. Um, but, you know, I was like trying to have this conversation with my husband and he was just like, eh. Because he doesn't believe in reincarnation. So it's just like, it's funny. Um, but I, so, and it's not going to tell you like exactly what happened. You know, like you were, you were a, a handmaid in the past. I don't know. That's, I don't know. Is that a thing? Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Like you were a seamstress and, and, uh, and you were betrayed. And, uh, no, that's not because that's the accent that comes out. <laughs> I can't. Um no, it just kind of gives you like a general idea of like, maybe, you know, maybe this was a, a situation or these are some things that are still sticking with you in this life, lifetime to be worked on. And um, it was very fascinating to me because, thank you for listening to my astrological rambles, by the way. Um, it was fascinating to me because my sun sign is in Leo um, in the eighth house, which is the house of death. Woo, yay me. <laughs> um, so my sun sign is in Leo in the house of death. And, um, and then my South node, which is kind of where your, you know, your, your past life, that kind of information lies. Um, my South node is where my breaking sun sign is. (laughs) So I almost kind of feel like I maybe lived a very somewhat similar life in the (laughs) past. Maybe not. No, maybe not. Um, but I'm like still here trying to do it again. Um, but what is interesting is that, you know, your North node kind of points you in the direction. It gives you a bit of a North star of like, okay, well, here's what will help you kind of learn the lessons that maybe are still sticking with you from past lifetimes. Right. And so I looked at my North node and it's in Aquarius, um, in the second house, which is the house of money. Ha ha ha. (laughs) So, so I can't, oh, I just laugh. Um, it's just been a wild ride reading all of this information. But um, but it's just, it's fascinating because Leo, there is this aspect that is very people pleasing. It wants to perform and it wants to get the applause. And if it doesn't get the applause, it's like, ah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I feel like I can take those. And then Aquarius is about this like inner genius and, and rebellion and going against societal norms and kind of doing things your own way. Like you're probably not going to be liked by everyone. Um, and that's OK. And, you know, like I think uh, I think Albert Einstein had like his North Node in Aquarius. And so I was like, yeah, of course, like he wasn't liked for a very long time. People thought he was nuts. And now it's just like he's so respected. So anyway, um, my point being, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's this level of like Leo where I can keep the bigness and I can keep the brightness and this like fire and light that I bring to life 
but also tie it in with the Aquarius piece of going, okay, but I don't need the applause from everyone. I can, you know, rebel. I can do things my own way and carry that kind of like fire and light with me and do it in a very, you know, intellectually savvy way that is my own way and um, and and be able to huh, have things materialize in my life that, you know, I've been I've been wanting um, and that I know are going to happen. And so I, I've just it to me. It brought me back home to fo- really focusing on things that fulfill me and not things that are necessarily here to fulfill other people. You know, not trying to do it somebody else's way or not trying to get the recognition from other from others, you know. And um yeah, I don't know. To me it's just been this like note of just coming back to reality <laughs> and not trying to convey myself any certain way. Cause I do think I did that for a while. I don't think it was ever inauthentic. I don't ever think it was um disingenuine. It was just like trying to show up a very certain way for people where it was like, oh, here I am. I'm the teacher, you know, come to me. I'm the teacher. I'm going to help show you how to do it. And and yes, that's a part of me. But I also felt like at times I couldn't share like my vulnerabilities and like my missteps and stuff because I'm like, you're supposed to be the teacher. Now that's my own personal thing that I, that I did, you know, it's not like that's the way that it has to be. Um, But I just want to get back to just being real and being me and just sharing experience and and not, and again not trying to convey myself in a certain way in a way that I think will um yield a specific result because I think that's what I tried to do for a while. I was doing a lot of things that what I was hoping would yield a specific result because that was what somebody told me would happen. <laughs> and I just have to trust that if I focus on me and I fulfill myself, that all the other pieces will fall in place. And you can't do that if you're being a people pleaser. (laughs) So I'm not going to allow myself to be a people pleaser anymore. You know, I'm here to support people. I'm here to nurture people. Like I'm still here to share like love and insight and guidance with the world, but I don't have to do it in a way where it's, oh, please tell me what you need. I have to do this for you because I need you to like me. Like, it doesn't have to come from that place. It can be me knowing who I am as an individual and welcoming in the those that are willing to ride with me rather than trying to convince everyone to do that. I hope that makes sense. So I kind of broke it down as I was going through the years, so I looked at like 2019 through 2020, 21, and then my intention for 22. And 2019 was totally a year of education. I invested so much money, which I'm still paying back. Woo, yay me. Um, 2019 was all about education. I read so many books. I worked with coaches. I took programs and courses and things. And hello, we're still here. And that's okay. I gained a lot. Um, And then 2020 was all about reality. You know, I had some really real life situations happen. One of those investments nearly bit me in the butt in a way. Um, That was when my hearing disabilities came in and I just walked away from Instagram 
uh, and social media at the end of 2020. And so reality just kind of came down hard. And then 2021, this year, really has been a year of introspection, um, really learning about myself. What is it that I want? What are, you know, what are my likes? What are my dislikes? Um, And unfortunately, a lot of this year was that introspection, but still coming through a people-pleasing lens, which now I feel like I've kind of cracked that off. And now I can go, okay, let me sit and take a moment to see who I feel I am, what fulfills me. And I really, I'm really getting clarity on that now. And then running with that rather than going, well, what fulfills me and will make other people happy? You know, and then 2022 to me, did I mess that up earlier? Now I'm like thinking back. Okay. Anyway, 2022 is going to be like the year of rebellion. That's, that's how I feel. It's going to be me just going, I'm doing it my way. And I'm doing it for, it's not because I feel like I had that tone this year of I'm doing it my way. I had that tone. But now I feel like going into 2022, I have this tone of I'm doing it my way and I'm doing it for me. And that's the difference. And I'm really excited for that difference. And, you know, and I've seen, it's been interesting because I've seen other people rebel from their like inner people pleaser. And I've seen it expressed as loud opinions, as like unapologetic sexuality or sexual expression and like abrasive communication. And those are all fine. I mean, maybe like with the exception of the abrasive communication, because like you guys know me, but um, that's all fine, like to each their own. But for me personally, I want my rebellion to hold notes of love and respect and being down to earth and feeling humble and kind and compassionate because I've been the person with the loud opinions. I've been unapologetic in my expression of sexuality. I've been abrasive as all get out in my communication. And I just don't feel like I need to be that person again. And I just saw 2222 on the recording time, which is like such a good synchronicity. Thank you. Um, it's like affirmation for me. Um, But uh, yeah, like I want my rebellion to look different and it's probably not going to be as loud and it's probably not going to be as like bombarding, but it's just going to be like me in me as me for me. And how perfect I think of a year for 2022 to be that year of rebellion when I'm actually going to experience a very big transition come June when well, both my kids will be going for the summer to my parents because they, they do every year. But then both of my kids will be in school for the first time. Like I won't be holding this like stay at home mom portion of my identity for the first time in eight. It'll be eight and a half years. Holy moly. That's nearly a decade. So like what a perfect year for this level of just like authentic, down-to-earth, genuine rebellion of me just pursuing what makes me happy. And that's why this month you've heard me bring on Patreon and, and asking for your support. Not trying to, like, sell you a bit, not trying to friggin' pitch things a certain way, but just to say, hey, if you, like, I love making this podcast. Like, clearly like I'll keep making it 
but it it does come at my personal expense and that is that is a thing i have literally i'm gonna be so straight i have been in the red for all of 2020 when it comes to my business and it makes me want to cry but it is what it is oh dang told you this was going to be a personal episode (laughs) um and that's been like a hard that's been a hard pill to swallow for sure but I love making this podcast and I love making YouTube videos and I love writing my books. And if I could just freaking spend my life empowering as many people as possible through those avenues, I would be so content. And I have been doing those things for years, right? But it would be it would be so beautiful to like finally be like fi- like financially stable in 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 all of that you know to not have to jump from job to job that somehow always manages to get ripped out from under me um and um yeah so that's why you know that's why i've asked for just support with with the work that i do because honestly, like, that's, that's all I want. I don't need everybody to like me. I just need to do the things that fill me up. And the things that fill me up, honestly, they give back to so many people. And I know that about myself. And I appreciate that about myself. Um, but I'm just not going to try to frame it a certain way anymore. You know, I'm not going to try to pitch it. I'm not going to try to do all the right things. I'm just going to be genuine. I'm just going to ask for support. <laughs> Which I think has always been hard for me to do because I've always felt like I've had people that have had to support me. And um, so asking for support feels selfish, right? But in reality, I'd much rather have you all join in on your own accord to want to support this kind of work in the world rather than try to constantly sell you new things. Now, given I have books and they, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about them and I'll ask you to buy them, but... I think that feels a little different than trying to, like, make a whole sales page and, like, pitch it and stuff like I have been for the past few years. So, anyway, this got way personal. My nose is running. I have no tissues out here <laughs> in my recording studio. Um, so I'll probably end it here. <laughs> but you all can take this as a, as a farewell to the people pleaser. And, <laughs> and if, you know, maybe reflect for yourself and see if there's anything that you you want to let go of this winter, you know, what do you want to release and what do you want to cultivate in the next year? Maybe it would be fun to look back at the past, you know, four years of your life or three years, I guess, of your life and come up with like a one word summary (laughs) of, of what they represented to you and, um, let those words, you know, be symbols. Like I talked about in one of the previous episodes, but, um, let those words, you know, be symbols for what that year represented and, and hold so much memory for you and, and everything. And yeah, just I want to encourage you to live your most empowered life. Um, you are an amazing person. You're an incredible person. I appreciate you for being here and listening to the show. And for always, you know, being able and maybe not able, but always being willing to help yourself. And that, that deserves 
uh, one person applause apparently because I don't have anybody else. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I love you. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep on doing episodes. And gosh, we're coming up on 200. We're almost at 190. That's just insane. Oh my goodness. So yeah, that is it. Thank you for listening to my rambles, my personal life. I hope you found it beneficial in some way, maybe. If not, thanks for hearing me out. (laughs) Um, Thank you for letting me be honest as always, honestly. So yeah, that is it for this one. Enjoy the rest of your year, and if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod in 2022. Bye.